Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way... Well, I just had the privilege of living the American way in all of its true glory. And thank you to one Ryan Schuling, wherever he is. Is uh, Ryan with us today? Kelly, I see. Be large. He's, he's on his way. He's oh, okay. running late on okay. a, an well, errand. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. But thank you so much to Ryan and to Christy Burton Brown for covering for me last week. Well, I, I had this, you know, it's just the very best part of my job when we have the privilege of going to trial. And last week it happened to be in Weld County, which if you have not been in that courthouse, it is one of the most beautiful courthouses in America. Now, I have not been in every courthouse in America. I've been in a bunch, uh, but, but it's hard to imagine a much more beautiful courthouse. So it's this majestic courthouse, you know, up in Greeley, Colorado. And, uh, and just, you know, they call it schlocky, but every time I get to walk into a courtroom and get up there and, and address the court and address a jury and, you know, these people, as you know, you've probably had jury duty, right? I mean, these people who are giving up their lives for a week, it was a week-long trial, to come in and to hear this case and then render a verdict. You know, that's that's the stuff Norman Rockwell paints, and it's America at its best. And, and it was just such a privilege to be part of that, along with my... Phenomenal colleague, Melissa Winters, uh, representing just the most amazing people against a trucking company up there. And just so grateful that the very thoughtful, wise jury came to a very just conclusion in the case. And it just it's it's America at its best. So thank you uh, to Ryan and thank you to Kelly and thank you to Christy Burton Brown for covering and uh, really happy to be back with you. Lord knows there's plenty to talk about, but it's so weird. I don't know if you have done this yourself, because my guess is if you're listening to a show like this, then you're probably very dialed in everything that's going on. Whether you agree with me, disagree with me, half and half, whatever, you just care a lot about this stuff. So I don't know if you've had a chance in the last month or year or whatever to, to just go off the grid. But, like, when I was in trial last week, I was totally off the grid. I mean, trial days, and I'm sure you have something like this in your job, but the run-up to trial and then trial days, it's just round the clock. I mean, you know, it may be a consistent three or four hours sleep a night that you grab somewhere, but but it's just, and you are just sheltered. I mean, there's no internet. Even when I go to the bathroom, sorry, TMI, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm looking at preparing for the next witness, stuff like that, so... I just went a week completely disconnected from anything. The only thing I heard about the outside world at all was something about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey when I ended up talking to my wonderful daughter, who was actually part of our trial team and did a fantastic job. So, yeah, yeah, it was. So right now I'm just kind of catching up. But that's easy to do, right? Because everything out there right now, there's so much out there that's red hot. I want to start local. 
and treat this as an open line stay, right? Because we haven't been together for a week. 855-405-8888. Give me those last four again, Ryan. See, I spend, a, I spend a week in trial and I forget the last four numbers. Yeah. 8255. I always want to say 8355 for some reason. Don't so say that. What's a good... Who's a number 82? Is there any great number 82 out there I can just remember? Have you seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite? No. Oh, uh, never mind. Because okay. uh, Uncle Rico used to say, back in 82, back I could throw a football a quarter mile. I can't even think of anything memorable that happened in 82. No? 83, I graduated law school. But yeah, 82, what I What was can't. happening that year prior? 82 was a great year. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'll remember it. But thank you. And you can text Dan, D-A-N, I remember that, 577 three nine on any of that hey good to see you man thank you you know i was we were actually driving back from the courthouse and we happen to have this station on i wonder why yeah, and, right. and heard you start the show friday afternoon so thank you for that the kind words you said oh, about yeah. our verdict thank you for that it, well, it meant a lot that. to everybody listening dan it just puzzles me and I, I keep repeating the same phrase hopefully somebody will listen but i'm like the canary in the coal mine here of Somebody comes at you with some low-ball settlement offer. I mean, they're just asking for trouble. And well, you end up winning, what was it, 10 times that offered amount? And I just don't understand why these companies go, you know what? It's capitalist law. Let's get to the negotiating table and work something yeah. out. Listen, a man can't sit on his own jury, right? But thank you for those kind words. All I will say is, as everybody knows, listen, one trial victory, 10 trial victories, 20 trial victories, that doesn't guarantee the outcome of the next case, Right. But, but the point is, there are those firms out there that prove they will go to trial if if the carrier doesn't pay what they should. And I, I like to believe we are definitely one of those firms, and I'm definitely one of those lawyers, because we have done it over and over again. So that's no guarantee for anybody in anything, except that we've got a track record. And I'm just very, very grateful for that outcome and uh, and those outcomes. 855-405-8255, the number... Wow. Uh, let's start local, right? There's so much going on right now. We could start anywhere on the globe that we wanted to. And, of course, we always prioritize. Uh, you know, there's this existential battle between good and evil that's raging right now in the Middle East with good on the march in the form of Israel in the process of, you know, doing great damage to evil in the form of Hamas slash the Iranian leadership, etc. So we want to get there and have the latest on that for you. But uh, but there's some local stuff we've just got to touch on. You know, the uh, the special session, the special session, we're starting to get a, a better feel for what's in the end actually happened there. You know, we're still trying to line up some guests who were in there. So we're in the process of being able to boil all that down for you in terms of what was actually passed. But in terms of the circus, I mean, did you hear, Ryan, about this Elizabeth Epps stuff? She's this Democrat state rep, as I understand Democrat it. Socialist of America Democrat state rep. Socialist of America. Can we get her on the show? Well, it's interesting you bring that up, Dan, because this is just breaking to you, because I've been in text communication all day with oh. Representative Ron Weinberg. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Who's the target of right, her right. Uh, embarrassing outburst, and he will be joining us at 436. Oh, good work. Yeah, th- then we'll talk to him about all that, because the gist of it is I understand it, okay? is that you've got this Representative Epps, and I sure hope we can get her on. We've got this Representative Epps who is saying all this crazy stuff, doing all this crazy stuff, interrupting the proceedings with, with all of this, quote-unquote, you know, pro-Palestine stuff. But one thing, when I hear that, right, 
And, and when I hear that, then the first thing I'm always wondering is, wait a second, is this really, and it's a, in the form of a question here, is this really somebody who's celebrating October 7th? That's the first thing I want to know. That's one reason I want to get her on. And so my first test is, is someone willing to uh, unequivocally condemn what Hamas did to Israel on October 7th? Unequivocally, without reference to anything else. Is she willing to condemn that absolutely, thoroughly, completely, without any yabots, right? Without any fish mouth, without any yabots. That's my first question for this representative. So hopefully we can get her on. But that's great. That's great that you uh, got Representative Weinberg on because the way I understand it, when when Epps started into her nonsense today, then uh, Representative Weinberg asked the Democrats who control everything, right, for permission to respond. To, to that and some other comments that she had allegedly made. Democrats agreed to allow him to respond. And then she goes up to the gallery and is heckling him from the gallery, at which point the Democrats had the gallery cleared. So this is not normal. This is not normal. It sounds like, Ryan, a rare moment of unity between the Democrats and Republicans in the legislature. Well, I had been in uh, communication, as I said, uh, with not only... Representative Weinberg, which, bless his heart, what a thing to have to go through on the floor there, but also with Alec Hanna. He is the communications director for the House Republicans. And to my understanding, uh, yeah, she went up there, Epps, representative, and was acting a fool. And then uh, Leslie Harrod, of all people, I believe this is correct. I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. She was one of the Dems that went up there to try to yank her yeah. away. Epps, yeah. like, you're making a fool of yourself. What are you doing? Knock it off. So, and Leslie Harrod's come on this show before. She's oh, very yeah. far left, yeah. but I, I yeah. think a fair-minded person. Oh, yeah. And if that was the case, I want to make sure to give her credit for doing that. Yeah, so great job getting Representative Weinberg. We'll get it through his eyes at 436. Uh, when we come back, I want to hit on this story. There's another related story in the Denver Post as well. Tensions flare in Denver neighborhoods with migrant shelters. So I want to dive into that with you. 855-405-8255. Text Dan, D-A-N, 57739. Oh, loving that. And they stay there. And they stay loving that. Thank you, Ryan. 421. Glad you're here. I want to talk about this business going on at the legislature. We're going to have uh, Representative Weinberg with us at 436 to give you that first hand, this this bizarre attack on, on Israel by Elizabeth Epps when they're supposed to be having a special session on, what, rising property taxes, right? Accusing Israel of ethnic cleansing. I, I guess you didn't hear about October 7th, right? And Israel has been the Obviously, the opposite of that in every way. They've been the target of ethnic cleansing, including on October 7th. So I really wish she'd have the courage to come on the show. You know, if I bet if there's one common frustration, Ryan, of all the people kind enough to be joining us right now, it is these keyboard warriors, right? I mean, they are the ultimate cowards, these keyboard warriors, these, these drive-by artists who take all these shots and will say the most insidious things about people, uh, but but they'll never answer questions. They'll never get into any kind of give and take, you know, because, uh, again, they're, they're keyboard warriors and they're drive-by types. And, you know, we'll see if Elizabeth Epps is one of those because 
We're going to try to reach her and get her on the show. But Representative Weinberg at 436. Hey, uh, this will put a little smile on your face if you're thinking the right way. This is Steve uh, Kornacki at MSNBC talking about the latest polling, which for the very first time, NBC polling showing Trump beating Biden. Now, we know we've had a lot of other big polls showing Trump beating Biden, right? But it's it's nice that this NBC poll, which obviously must be must be crazily weighted in Biden's favor, even in that poll now, Trump on top. Here it is. Donald Trump, we have at 46 percent. Biden, 44. And this is significant because this is the first time in the history of our poll that former President Trump beats President Biden still within the margin of error, but still significant. Yeah, it's 2019, 2020, when Trump was president, he trailed all of them. This year, he's trailed all of them in our poll. First time in more than a dozen polls, we've seen a result like this. Some of the other ingredients that go into that, Biden has long had an advantage over Trump on likability. Look, at the start of this year, 39% said they had a positive view of Biden, barely 30 of Trump. We've seen consistently a gap like this. Now, the gap is gone. Mm. 36 positive on both, and actually Biden, one point more negative than Trump. That's better. Let that sink in for a second, okay? Biden's negatives now, in a liberal poll, are higher than Trump's. So we'll let this roll to the end, but why do you think that's happening? Significant advantage for Biden. Our poll says that advantage, at least for now, may be gone. And we've got more where that came from. But but why do you think, Ryan, why do you think Trump now leads Biden in likability in the NBC poll, which, as you've heard, must have been heavily weighted in the left's favor for years? I think people have advanced, again, in the Biden remorse position, which I believe is prominent among many, maybe who voted for Trump in 2016, then swung to Biden in 2020, and now they're seeing Biden for who he really is. It's not just this, you know, kind of amorphous option that's not Trump. I think they, like you said, the people voted for not Trump, and that happened to be Biden, and they thought, we'll restore some decorum to the office, he's a good old Grandpa Joe, we'll get normalcy back, and then we saw that, well, normalcy was exactly what we were getting away from in a good way when Trump was president. And all these good things that happened while Trump was president, they disappeared under Biden's tutelage and across the world where we're more at risk, we're more at war, we're more in danger. I think people get it. And their pocketbooks, I think that's number one, are being hit. And the, the second part of this, which I don't know if you're going to get to the audio here, Dan, is even more shocking and stunning to me, which is younger people. We're talking Gen Zs and younger millennials just abandoning Biden in droves. Well, I better get to that audio. Uh, but a great suggestion from a caller. <laughs> Caught texter, pardon me, says, Dan, here's how to remember 8255. It equals T-A-L-K. Okay, it does on the phone, but how many yeah. phones have those letters on them? Anymore? Right, right, it, exactly. But but a fair shot, well taken from the, from the caller. I should know that, right? So here's more of the uh, NBC polling on this. And we talked about younger voters on foreign policy, and it's true on a host of other topics. Disaffected with Joe Biden, we have 46% for Trump, 42% for Biden among the youngest voters. The youngest voters in the 2020 election were Biden plus 26. This could be a massive sea change. And if you take a look here, too, all, everybody sort of says 
Hey, I'm not too nuts about the possibility of this matchup. So we said, let's measure this one way. And here's how we did it. Biden against an unnamed Republican. This is just a referendum on Biden, basically. And look at this. He goes from being in a, a dogfight with Trump to being double digits behind. But then flip it around. Trump against an unnamed Democrat. Trump goes from leading against Biden to being down by six points against the Democrat. Yeah, which is easy to understand, right? Come on. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back. This is a no brainer. I mean, first of all, there are obviously all, all the apparent reasons not to like Joe Biden, but I appreciate the fact that an awful lot of people out there who are busy with everyday life do not see all of those the way that those of us who pay attention to this, including people who listen to the show do. I get that. But when it comes to Joe Biden, when it comes to Joe Biden, it is so obvious. It is so obvious that he is not mentally or physically capable of doing the job. And that's going to be reflected in in the approval, disapproval. It's going to be reflected in likability. It's going to reflect in every single category because you're talking about arguably the most important job in the world and you have somebody who is clearly not physically or mentally capable of doing it. So that, I think, overarchs everything, which means that it's not as if there's going to be some success on a policy issue or on the foreign policy front that suddenly is going to be a reversal of fortune for Biden. Right, Ryan? It's going to keep tanking for him because he is getting worse, maybe not by the day, but over the course of each week, he's getting worse physically and mentally. And we've talked, Dan, you and me, about the erasure of black and Hispanic voters from Biden and toward Trump. And in particular, if you look at the details, black men. But this is the one that stands out to me, Dan. We're talking 18 to 34-year-olds across the board going from plus 26 Biden to plus 4 Trump. That's a 30-point swing among young voters. But, But for obvious reasons, right? Because of what we just talked about as opposed to maybe any of the micro issues. Now, if any of the individual issues have a major impact, Ryan, that then maybe because we've got so many of these lefty young voters, you know, who who are so wrong when it comes to Israel, that 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 maybe that's eating into Biden at this point as well. Sure. But I think it's it's much more likely overall just the fact he's obviously incapable and come on, the ultimate determiner of elections Let's say it together. Two magic words, self-interest. And self-interest starts with the interests of your children, the interest of your spouse, then the interest of your person. But self-interest for people in that group... Yeah. Where, where does their self-interest lie? It lies with Trump. They may hate him, but it lies with Trump. And it's turnout, and it's the type of turnout. There's a young person like Trevor, Kelly's son, who is very solidly Republican and will likely vote for Trump. They know what's in their best interest. But you also have, Dan, these leftist young people you're talking about that are breaking away from Biden. They might either not vote, or they might vote for Kennedy. They might vote for Cornell West. They might vote for Jill Stein. And Joe Manchin, mm-hmm. any of these other candidates but Biden, and just that subtraction, that's right. addition by subtraction for Trump. No, that is that is all so true. But in the end, I, I will bet you when it's all said and done, my friend, we see a bunch of people who voted for Biden in the past, normally vote left, actually vote for Trump out of self-interest, right? Peace, prosperity, peace through strength. Stop this crazy lefty stuff. Speaking of which, and I know he's not speaking English, can you pull some of that sound of the new guy in Argentina? It's hilarious to listen to, even though we don't understand a word. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. to go to the VIP line, talk to a man who's right in the middle of the news today, Representative Ron Weinberg, who's been in this special session down at the state capitol, supposed to be about property tax relief. Democrats didn't seem to have much interest in that. Uh, but then you had this one damn hijacket to do this, I view, as anti-Israel thing and, and some really ugly stuff. So uh, Representative Weinberg who uh, valiantly fought back against that, joins us on the Dane Kaplis Show. Thanks for being here, sir. Hey, Kaplis, thanks for having me. Bud. Sure thing. Yeah, hey, to tell us, man, you lived it. Tell us the story through your eyes. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, man, it's been a... The past 24 hours has been completely crazy. Um, it was a whirlwind of frustrations from... Somebody hijacking a bill, finding out that on a federal bill for benefits, for EBT benefits, deciding to make a statement about Palestine and anti-Israel rhetoric, uh, and that happened last night, and then they try to bring it in this morning on an amendment. It's... I mean, it's just been very wild. Well, yeah, as I read the story, Representative, and, and you... Uh very effectively stood up against this, you had a, an elected Democrat, Elizabeth Epps, who in a session, according to the piece I read last night, accused Israel of ethnic cleansing and said that yep. the Colorado bill needed to say that none of the food bought for this lunch program could come from Israel because Israel was engaged in ethnic cleansing, which is the worst form of lie. Obviously, it's Israel that's been the victim of ethnic cleansing, during the Holocaust, and again on October 7th. So how anybody in their right mind could stand up and say that, anybody with a shred of decency, a shred of honesty, you know, is, is stunning to me. But then, uh, but then it happens again today, and she ends some comments with free Palestine, you know, all our money, all our years, free Palestine. And then, as I read the story, sir, you asked for the chance to get up and respond. Can you tell people what came down then? Yes, absolutely, and and it's kind of a, a short build-up. I'd like to I'd like to give sure. the listeners Anything and yourself you is I, I appreciate that. You know, last night we're we're ending on this bill um, at eleven thirty, twelve o'clock. Um, we sorry, at eleven o'clock we find out that this is even going to be run by Elizabeth Epps, and you know we we didn't know what languages was what language was was in it and nothing, but. She decides to make a statement. It took everybody off guard, including Democratic leadership, Republican caucus, being as small as we are. We didn't know what to do. Everyone looks to me. I'm the, the Jewish you know, Republican in the House. Um, and everyone wants to, to be very sensitive and, and follow my lead on, on what to do. And so last night was a complete cluster. They rule 14 the bill in order to you know, kind of just stop the rhetoric and 
this representative ended up taking the whole hour. Right. Didn't even let her amendment go to vote. It got struck down because they were scrambling on how to, you know, shut it down and bring order to the chamber. Um, and then it was just ended there while I was sitting in the in the well the whole time, just trying to respond to these ludicrous statements and and quite frankly ignorant statements. Mm-hmm. You can't even make it up the half the stuff she said. <laughs> and then so I got nothing to say. So I I drive back up up to London, you know, my district. Last night, get home at one thirty in the morning, trying to process everything. I'm I'm mad at the world. I'm mad at everybody. I just. Just a blatant spit on my family that lives in Israel, a blatant right. spit on my religion that I... <laughs> so we get... I, I even contemplated not showing up today. Mm. In fact, I sent a message to both the minority leader and the majority leader saying, I'm not coming in. I will do this via Zoom and I'm done. Mm. And something kicked me in the in the office this morning and said, you need to be in that bloody building. Right. So... I walked in 10 minutes before session starts. Uh, my caucus fully behind me. Mm. Uh, I'm so proud of my Republican representatives. I couldn't do it without them. Um, and we're just sitting there going through the third readings on bills. And sure enough, here it comes again. The same shenanigans as the night before. So I, I had enough. And we're talking about four days of no property tax relief to the citizens of Colorado, frustrations of the theft of Tabor, arguing in committees in such a short period of time to protect the voters in this state, two hours of sleep, no food. Uh, like, th- this is our lives. And, and, and this is, the, they have the audacity to bring this, this nonsense up again. Yeah. So the protesters come in the gallery, they hang yeah. their Palestinian flags over. Now they've found a loophole to the rule. As long as they're quiet, they can get away with it. And they sat, they were there the whole time, fist, communist fists in the air with Palestinian flags. Hmm. And I said, enough is enough. I stood up and I said to, I, I said to uh, the Speaker of the House and to the majority leader, this has to stop now. And I need to be given time to talk. Excellent. And, and they granted it. Capitalists, uh, they didn't have to. They... They could have silenced me right. and censured me and credit to me them. Out, they granted it. Yeah, credit to them. And then you get up, and as as I read it in the, I think it was the post version of it, Epps starts yelling at you from the gallery. She went up to the. She had obviously. So you never know where these protesters come from, right? You, right. You can make assumptions, but you never really know. Well, I go up. I, I'm looking up at the gallery, and sure enough, Epps is sitting there. With all of these protesters while they're doing a huddle, I'm assuming I'm assuming what they were doing is planning on what they were going to do to disrupt, and and disrupt she did. Yeah, uh, I got there. I had a huge negotiation with the speaker and the majority leader and the assistant um, majority leader, and I told them what I wanted. I, they were offering me points of personal privilege, which would only happen at the end, and I I, I put my foot down and I said no. If you're going to allow this for this member of your caucus, then I want the same treatment. Right. And it was a little bit of a battle there. If, if you go back and watch the battle, I mean, it was like an hour of, of delay of wasted taxpayer dollar, by the way. Let me just throw mm-hmm. that there real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and they finally came back and they granted me the leniency of to go into the well and not speak to the bill and speak to what was was happening what the malicious disgusting anti-american anti-israeli anti-judeo-christian anti-western civilization statements right and credit to the democratic leadership for allowing you to do that you know capitalists i i'm big on giving credit where credit is due and the democratic leadership stepped up today my minority leader mike lynch stepped up right. today um i you know without without that that piecing you know, Representative Ty Winner stepped up today. I mean, without these people, it's, I, 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 I can't do anything. Right, but you stepped up, and without you, there's nothing for them to stand behind. But the Democratic leadership did, as I read the account, literally stand behind you as, as you made your comments. And, and you stood up for Israel, and you stood up for good versus evil, and you set the record straight. I did, and... and you know, Capus, when you're sitting in the well, I don't have a prepared speech. Right. I'm tired, man. I'm, I'm right. tired and I'm hungry. Right. I don't have a prepared speech. I just have to react to what, I, what I'm dealing with. And quite frankly, like, I'm starting to see and, and listening to voters and listening to radio and podcasts and everything. I hear the same thing. People are sick and tired of this. We want, we want our politicians to work for the people and, and work in a, in a manner... That doesn't reflect partisanship. Fixing roads and 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 building schools and hospitals doesn't. It's not a Democrat or Republican issue. And you know, I, I truly believe God spoke to me. You know, a lot of people prayed for me in the world today, which is hmm. I, yeah. I truly believe was a big reason I, I said what I said. And I just I just want to see us. I moved to this country for. Unity and debate and negotiation and persuasion of, of of ideas and opinions and the the way we're living right now it's we're voting in slates of people that are one minded and have no sense of individualism and it's it's very very frustrating. Mm. I just I want to see this country return back to its its root core. We need Democrats. We need Republicans. And together we can fix all of these problems and then never meet in legislation and waste taxpayer dollars ever again. Well, beautifully said. And so glad you stood up today and, and really appreciate you coming on and letting people see it through your eyes today. Sure. Anytime. I'm, I'm grateful that you that you had me, man. I, I really am. Well, you're always welcome here. So look forward to the next one. Thanks, buddy. Keep up Take the good care. fight. I appreciate your show, and I appreciate everything. Thank you. Appreciate that. Representative Ron Weinberg, our guest. Love your thoughts on that. And when we come back, a, a texter, very, very unhappy with me, attacking me in a particularly personal way. Very grateful for that. We'll get to that at, let's call it, 452 on the Dan Kaplan Show.
well said, right? Um, so what exactly was he saying? It's right on there, Dan. Oh, I know, but it cuts off. The caption cuts off. I didn't come here to guide sheep. I, I came it. here to wake up lions. Oh, nice, nice. This, this is the new president of Argentina, who I know nothing about. Other than the left hates him, so I'm still learning about this Oh, he's guy. awesome. Yeah. His name's Javier Mille. He is a libertarian slash populist slash conservative. He is right in our wheelhouse, Dan, I think, in terms of our sensibilities and our values. He is pro-West. He is pro-capitalist. He is pro-life, to which you would like about him. Mm. And he just won a historic election last night, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, ending approximately 40 years of socialist or quasi-socialist rule in Argentina. Yeah, and again, I'm still learning about him since last night, but uh, it's going to be interesting, right? What, What I'm looking at, Ryan, more broadly is this part of a global trend right now. Is this part of a global trend of, of throwing out the left. Like we saw with yeah. Brexit back yeah. in 2016. Right. Right. Since, since people are now in here in America, right, Get, getting a close-up view of what the left is really all about. We just talked to Representative Ron Weinberg just in the 436 segment. Very compelling. I hope you get a chance to listen to it if you didn't. And, and you know, t- talking about today, how he had to stand up on the floor of the House unscripted, unprepared, because all of a sudden Israel comes under attack from a Democrat state representative accusing Israel of ethnic cleansing when Israel's clearly been the victim of ethnic cleansing on October 7th during the Holocaust. And, and you know, so you see this, this out-of-control left here in Colorado, this Democrat representative, Tim Hernandez, who's replaced the American flag with the Palestinian flag after he went out to, in my constitutionally protected opinion, it appears celebrate you know, the October 7 attacks on Israel. He he was out there at this pro-Palestinian rally before Israel had even begun to respond to the horrors of October 7, if I remember the timing right. And, and, and so Americans on every level, all the way up to Joe Biden, are getting a view at what the left is really all about. So I, I just wonder if worldwide right now there's this pushback against the left, and hopefully America will be part of that in the 24th cycle. Let's go to Tracy in Denver. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, Dan? I'm living the dream, Tracy. The country music singer calling in. It's a, it's well, why aren't you singing? Tradition. Why are you talking? Too much uh, talking, you know, not enough singing. Uh, hey, you know what? I guess I went and broke their family tradition. So don't ask me, Tracy, why do you drink? Why do you roll smoke? <laughs> At the same time, you know, apparently. Uh, you know, it, it, it's not impossible in Colorado. <laughs> well, it, that's but, been proven. Yeah, so... You, it, you, you know, you, you know, the truth of it is, is, is that the providence that Niles sin knew me, and this is the reason I called in, because nothing without providence, and this is supposed to be a gracious providence, and, and, uh, and all this squawking and, and quarreling over here at the, at the Capitol, you know, the, the, the state motto of Colorado is the watchful, careful eye over all of God's creation. So why are they neglecting that? Oh, my Lord. You know, you are so right. I just looked it up. And, and not that I didn't rely on you, Tracy, but I didn't know how much smoking and rolling had happened today. Uh, but it says, you're right, Colorado's motto, nothing without providence or deity. So nothing without God, Right. And and That's, look look yes. at look at look at where the left has led this state. It's hard to imagine a more secular leftist leadership than we're at right now. Which, my friend, and thank you for the call, Tracy. I need to do one hit quickly. 
would explain the problems we're having, right? In, in at least in significant ways, right? I mean, <laughs> look at where the left has taken us. Whether it's Elizabeth Epps today, whether it's Joe Biden, whether it's, you know, that all of these Democrats here in Colorado, look at where they have taken us. Hey, I want to get to this texter who is uh, taking a, a fairly personal shot against me, which I'm grateful for. Uh, Dan, regarding your, quote, victory against the truck driver and his employer, as a Catholic who I presume faithfully adheres to church's teachings, how do you justify intentionally destroying more lives when the entire situation was a tragic accident? Texter referring to this case I had the privilege of trying, a jury trial in Greeley last week, along with my colleague Melissa Winters, and we were blessed to to win on behalf of our phenomenal client against a trucking company. And the answer to that, my friend, is, oh, man, you have to play that music? That's me, not me. That's let the me company. have it for you on the other side. First, I had a very meaningful discussion with Archbishop Charles Chaput about this, about what I do and, and about how the church would view it, etc. But beyond that, are you kidding me? You're telling me my client's supposed to lose his home so the insurance company for a trucking company can have higher profits? Are you out of your mind? You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.